Sean Payton interviewed Rex Ryan this past week for the team's defensive coordinator job. Is that the right move for the Broncos? We discuss why or why not on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are Locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome into a brand new episode, Lockdown Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. We're excited about what's to come here with this Broncos football team under Sean Payton as we expect more coaching moves to happen sometime this week. You'll get all that coverage here on your favorite audio podcasting platform or whether you watch on YouTube. Just do us a favor, hit that subscribe or that follow button down below so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news content coverage and more from the South Stands to the End Zone. I'm your host as always Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter from Mile High Sports, joined alongside as always by my co-host and good friend Sarah Benninger, Sci-Expert, PredominantlyOrange.com. Sarah, my friend, everything's going to ramp up this week for the Broncos a little bit on the coaching staff side of things as Sean Payton is expected to make some more moves with his coaching staff. And we'll find out maybe will the Broncos have a new defensive coordinator that loves foot ball <laughs> right Cody yeah I mean man I think all of Broncos country maybe the whole football world a little shocked to find out that one of the coordinator candidates on the defensive side for Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos was Rex Ryan who's been working in the TV biz the entertainment biz the last couple of years and speaking of that Cody let's just say hypothetically were he to be hired by the Denver Broncos would HBO be coveting anybody more than the Denver Broncos for the hard knock series I don't even know if the Broncos are allowed to be on there or if they could, you know, change the rules to let them be on there. But Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, Rex Ryan, I mean, man, that's TV right there. But obviously, aside from TV, we care more about the football side of things. Rex Ryan hasn't coached since 2016, Cody. And beyond that, there may be other issues, I think, with the potential of bringing him in. So we know he's just one of a handful of names. Sean Payton mentioned it at Super Bowl Radio Row doing his interview circuits. He's interviewed more people than we know about for the position. Rex Ryan, obviously, being one of them. But what's your take on this? Because obviously, being out of the coaching game for seven years now, that's a factor. What other factors are there that kind of make it? I think you and I are both on the same page, not quite on board for this fully. Well, and I think when you look at Rex Ryan, no mistake, right? I think you look back at his history. He's had some really good defenses, you know, as a head coach, as a defensive play caller. But as you mentioned, he's been out of the game since 2016. I mean, Sarah, look how much offensive football has evolved since then. I mean, during that time frame, you have the Sean McVay style of offense that we saw take the world by storm. It took to probably about maybe the end of 2018, early 2019 for teams to really figure out, okay, here's how you stop Sean McVay's offense. There is a difference between a guy like Rex Ryan, who's obviously comfortable in his role as an ESPN analyst talking about football, talking about the games, right? And and I think it's safe to say he probably watches film. But how much film does he watch? I mean, there's a difference between watching film and then watching film and then having to go in and implement and design a game plan to stop an opposing offense. And I always think that this is a perfect analogy in life, right? Think of something you and I or anybody who's listening to the show has been really good.
good at or was really good at in the past, right? You stopped doing it for years. Are you as good at it anymore when you try to start it up years later, right? It's the use it or lose it system. That's how our brains work. But for me, I think for the Broncos and where they're at, they're having a guy who's got kind of the iron fist a little bit now in Sean Payton, how he's going to run the day to day. I mean, he's the combination is he said, he says, think of it as new school with a little bit of the old school. in it. I'm not sure what that exactly looks like. I'm excited to find out what that will be. I just don't think at this point in time, when you look at a guy like Rex Ryan, who's been out of the game for so long, I don't know if he'd be a good, suitable fit. Not to mention how things ended badly for him with the Buffalo Bills. He only lasted two years there as their head coach. On top of that, I also think we have to revisit some of the things that he said in his role on TV. Granted, you have to talk about things, but I do remember there being some instances this past season when tuning in and watching a pregame show or watching NFL Live where Rex Ryan, I think, has said some things about Russell Wilson that have kind of borderline crossed a little bit personal from that standpoint. Yes, you can cover, you can analyze things, but I don't know how that would be well-received. And look, let's say Russell Wilson and the Broncos offense struggles. You have a guy like Rex Ryan in there, I think it's easy to say from my experience as a coach being around dynamics like that, I feel like that would be fuel towards creating a little bit of divide between the defensive guys and the offense. And I think Rex Ryan would be a facilitator of that. Maybe not intentionally, but I also think just based on his style, that would be something you have to worry about. Right, because we know he's super fiery, obviously very opinionated. That's why he's on TV, right? That's why he's good for TV. And I think that, you know, that's one of those things like you mentioned. What if it ends up pitting him against Sean Payton? Like if Sean Payton comes to Russell Wilson's defense and, you know, like what? What I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know if the guy has just a short fuse or what. But what we know about him, Cody, is the fact that, man, he could be a, a bit of a wild card in the locker room, I guess, from even just the coaching standpoint. And like you said, that use it or lose it, you just can't help but wonder, you know, it, why hasn't he gotten back into the coaching ranks? Does he love working at ESPN that much? Or has he kind of been rejecting offers? Like, I guess I don't know that for a fact one way or another, whether or not teams have been saying, hey, we want you to come be our DC. And he's like, no, I'm good working at ESPN. Or if it's been more of like a, this was out of the blue from Sean Payton. Like those kind of things kind of make a little bit of a difference there. Because like you said, you're not calling defenses against these offenses as they're evolving. Whereas like Vic Fangio, he spent this past year for people who don't know like he was consulting and is consulting for the Philadelphia Eagles but he was talking in an interview that I read uh, from months ago he's talking about how he's watching film he's getting new ideas for concepts to add to his defense like I guess I can't say definitively Rex Ryan hasn't been doing that but you just can't help but wonder is he just going to come in and say "All right, this is how we were doing things back in 2016 if that's the case I'm sure a lot of Broncos fans would love to just see way Phillips brought back into the fold because man, he called a really good defense there in February of 2016, Cody. So I think that definitely there would be some hesitation on my part. I think on a lot of fans part, although a lot of fans just want a big name. So if you're out there looking for another big name, big swing, borderline celebrity coach, I suppose Rex Ryan would excite you, but I don't know how excited you should be. I, I see. That's the thing with me as well. I, I'm not necessarily excited about the name. And I think that we can look at ties, right? The last time Sean Payton went with a Ryan member, it was Rex's brother, Rob, who was a defensive coordinator, I think back in 2015, didn't make it that long in New Orleans. He was fired in 2015 after the Saints had gotten blown out. So for me, I think you have to be sure. And I will pinpoint this. 
one thing that Sean Payton said that resonates with me. He said for him, he he's learned over the years from some of his earlier mistakes being a you know a head coach. He says you have to be slow to hire and fast to fire. So slow to hire to bring the right guys in, and when it's not working, you need to make a change quickly. And he did mention that you know when you look at the the fingerprints of a five and twelve football team, which were the Broncos last year, you have to look at where you can make changes. Who had a hand in that five and twelve season, right? It's not all just on the players. There's also some coaching as we've delved on here. Will Christian Parker make his return? I know I had a chance to sit down with Cynthia Freeland at NFL Network last week in Phoenix, and she told me I'd be banging the drum for the Broncos to bring Christian Parker back. Players, they feel the same way. But Broncos country, we would like to know how do you feel about Rex Ryan being a potential option for the team as their next defensive coordinator? Share your thoughts with us down below on YouTube in the comment section. Make sure you like the video, or if you want to tweet us on Twitter, if you're listening on your favorite audio podcasting platform, make sure you tweet us at Cody Work NFL, at Sarah Bettinger, at Lockdown Broncos. But Broncos country, two former Broncos players made their rounds around Radio Row last week in Phoenix, Arizona, and they told me specifically they want to come back to Denver. We take a look at Latavius Murray and Alex Singleton on today's episode of the show. This episode is brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life will throw at you. I've utilized BetterHelp before in the past and I was able to sign up online. I got matched to a therapist directly. Her and I hit it off and she helped me with my day-to-day life because you know what? As much as I like to think I have things figured out, I don't always have the answers that I think I do and BetterHelp is the perfect platform that will help you get back on track if you absolutely need it. If you're thinking of getting therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. Two former Denver Broncos made their rounds around Radio Row last week in Phoenix, Arizona. And a lot of the conversation for them outside of representing the brands that they were sponsored to be there for, they were talking about how much they wanted to be back in Denver for this new look Broncos team in 2023. Thank you so much, Broncos country, for tuning in. Making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. Free and available everywhere you get your podcast and audio format or whether you're watching on YouTube. We're grateful for you. Sarah, my friend, I tell you what, I, I kind of alluded to it a little bit last week after talking with Alex Singleton, had a chance to catch up with him. And basically, you know, I started off the conversation by saying, hey, you know, it was a it was a pleasure covering you this year. I know that free agency is coming up. Who knows what that holds? I said, but it was absolutely fun covering you and watching you play football this year. And he said, hey, I appreciate that. And then he also threw in there, yeah, you know, I'd like to return to Denver. I mean, he's mentioned how close he is with Josie Jewell. You and I've talked about this, I think, several times on the podcast as we've gone through some of our free agency previews. Those will continue. Those will ramp up as we get closer to the March 15th new league year. 
But I tell you what, man, Alex Singleton coming back to Denver, I think, would be good. Even if, like, let's look at it from another angle. Even if the Broncos want to look to upgrade at linebacker, I still think they should bring in Alex. I think they should too, Cody, as well as restricted free agent Jonas Griffith. I would bring those guys could be cost effective for you. Obviously, highly productive. And both guys can contribute heavily on special teams. But speaking specifically to Alex Singleton, man, he had a tremendous year. I know that it wasn't necessarily the unanimous expectation going into the season, Cody, but man, he came out there and led the team in tackles. I think he had multiple 20 tackle games just all over the field. If there was a, a play from the opposing team, you you could bet that 49 was going to come into frame one way or another. And I think the Broncos found great ways to utilize him. He came on a ton of blitzes, right? He, we always saw him flying through the line of scrimmage. Whether or not the other team picked it up, he helped cause some havoc for that pass rush. So I think just in terms of a guy who, man, he, he just plays at a million miles an hour at all times. He's so intense, but he's very smart as well. And he works well with Josie Jewell. Not only are those guys good friends, but he works well with them. So I like the pairing. I think the Broncos probably do as well. And, you know, it makes sense. He, he talked about the fact he had talks about coming back already, but they were kind of put on pause right until the coaching staff is all figured out and things like that. So I would, I would venture to guess Cody as at coaching news starts to trickle in early this week, maybe we'll start to get some more players like Alex Singleton getting re-signed to maybe some new deals. That would be ideal for Denver to kind of get those done ahead of time. You know, I, another thing I want to uh, mention too is I think you have to factor in how much does a potential defensive coordinator change impact maybe Alex Singleton or other defensive free agents from returning, right? Because I think that a lot of what you have to do from a scheme-based standpoint is understand how your personnel fit. For me personally, I think Alex Singleton's played in a variety of different defensive schemes where I think, it, you know, whether you played a 4-3, whether you played a 3-4, I think you could excel. I mean, we even saw the Broncos play a little bit of a unique style of defense against the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry, where they had Jonas Griffith, Josie Jewell, Alex Singleton, all on the field at the same time with a three-linebacker backfield. To me, I think that he is an interchangeable guy. And look, worst-case scenario, okay, let's say the Broncos look to upgrade at linebacker in free agency or the NFL draft, someone that they believe can have even better production. You still have a guy in Singleton who can play a significant role on the special team side, which I think shouldn't be understated enough. On the other side, right, flipping to the offense, Latavius Murray, as we all know, like in Sean Payton's introductory press conference, told the story how sometime either before or after that Christmas debacle against the Rams, Latavius Murray texted Sean Payton and said, we need to find a way to get you here in Denver. And then Sean Payton's response was, be careful what you ask for Santa for. And so, I mean, obviously, as we all know, Sean Payton, Peyton is now the head coach, but at Radio Row, he was at the Pat McAfee show on Friday, and I was in the crowd section right there just kind of watching the shows he was there. Latavius Murray's walking by, and then Sean Payton sees him says, hey, come up here, you know, brings him up on the stage and talks about how great of a player he is, how much he's loved coaching him over the years, and he's even alluded to it. We even got a name drop in his introductory press conference of Latavius Murray. Latavius wants to be back in Denver, and Sarah, I think that, you know, you look at a lot of the comments, right, everyone's like, oh, the free agency market, you got guys like Josh. Josh Jacobs, I know we'll allude to maybe some of Sean Payton's comments in a later episode on that. You also have other guys there. You know, you have to make contract decisions on Chase Edmonds. For me personally, I still think that you bring a guy like Latavius back. He's a downhill runner. I know everyone's saying age, age, age. 
but you have to protect that. I mean, that's an investment now. I think at going forward in the NFL, running back is going to be looked at where you need multiple. It's not just one or two guys. You need multiple guys because as we've seen, it is an in, it is a position that is often injury riddled because they absorb the most contact amongst anybody in the NFL. Well, and what do people say a lot of times, too, when it comes to guys retiring from the league? You you want to do it a year too early before it's too late. But, man, I don't see any reason for Latavius Murray to, to hang up the cleats at this point, right? I mean, he's got plenty to play for. I don't believe he's ever won a Super Bowl. Not saying he's going to win one with the Denver Broncos, but look, Cody, 17-0 until we ain't, right? The Broncos are undefeated again. So I think you look at this from his vantage point of thinking, like, I was playing really well last season like and and that wasn't an offense like I didn't spend the entire offseason working in that offense you know I, I wasn't around those guys all the time I wasn't familiar with the blocking schemes and everything like that but man we saw late in the year his explosiveness like this was one thing that I wrote about and we talked about a couple of times like oh Latavius Murray not the most explosive back but he'll certainly you certainly don't want to tackle 6'3 230 out there well he started to show some explosiveness down the stretch of the season, had some of the team's biggest runs of the year down there late. So a couple hundred yard games in the picture there. He's got, he can catch the ball. He can pass protect to me, Cody. And I, I don't take personal offense to those who are calling him old. Although I think he and I are roughly the same age. You know, I think he's still got it. And if I were him, I would be like, look, I just came off a really nice season, a really good season. Got had to go to London twice and still produced at a high level. So he to me is somebody that I would definitely bring back. It's not going to break the bank. He's good for your locker room. The coach loves him. He's a great contingency plan with with Javante Williams. Obviously, his status in question. It's a no-brainer to bring back Latavius Murray, and I think Sean Payton understands that. I think it's only a matter of time before we see it happen. I think his familiarity with Sean Payton inside that scheme, which I do remember Latavius Murray running for over 100 yards and two touchdowns against the Broncos, specifically under Sean Payton in 2020 when the Broncos got blown out by the Saints. Granted, that was the Kendall Hinton quarterback game. I'm not sure having a different quarterback there would have made a difference for the Broncos because of how that offense was designed in Denver's defense simply just was on the field way too long. A storyline that has been true for the last three, four, maybe even five years for the Broncos. Broncos coach, we are eager for your thoughts. Should Latavius Murray come back to the Broncos in 2023? Share your thoughts down below if you're watching on YouTube or tweet us on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL, at Sarah Bettinger, at Locked On Broncos. But the question everybody wants to know is how is the relationship between Russell Wilson and Sean Payton going to work? Well, Russ and Sean Payton met up for dinner this past week in Phoenix, Arizona. We talk about the pros and cons and every angle you need to focus on pertaining to that and why some of the overreactions we've seen should be silenced a little bit. You'll get that on today's episode of the show. This episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel and the midway point of the NBA season is here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sports app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained specifically
particularly if you're a Nuggets fan. Nikola Jokic is always plus money on having a triple-double, so why not hammer that every single night on FanDuel? Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay, so don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton had dinner over the week in Phoenix, Arizona for Super Bowl 57 to the point where a lot of people said, oh gosh, Russell Wilson, he looks slimmer to where other people, some national media reports said, this is not a good look for the Broncos and for the locker room if Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are having dinner on a Friday night in Phoenix, Arizona. Sarah, we've seen in all the storylines about Russell Wilson, about Sean Payton, but you know what? I think it's an important thing that these two had a chance to sit down and have dinner and just talk football. Yeah, man, Cody, I was just thinking about as you were talking about that, I'm thinking to myself like, man, poor Russell Wilson is getting hammered for having dinner with his coach, getting hammered for his charity. I mean, all it's all over the map these days for Russell this guy. Russell Wilson breathed the guy. wrong way and everybody's like, oh my gosh, yeah. how dare he? Exactly. The guy, he slims down and people are like, oh my gosh, he's malnourishing himself. Man, (laughs) to me, I couldn't be more excited about the fact that he and Sean Payton got together. I don't know why there's any other perspective out there. I I couldn't believe one of the tweets I know, I saw one of the ones you're referencing where it's like, this is a bad look for the locker room. I don't understand that at all. Like, is it bad for the locker room that the QB and the head coach go break bread together, get to know each other a little better? Look, People don't understand. This is real life. This is not Madden, okay? This is not a (laughs) – Russell Wilson is now – he went from being an 87 overall to being a 78, and now he's – you know, Sean Payton's the coach and his overall – it's not that. This is real people. These are real people doing real things together in real life. You know, they have to work together. They have to see each other every day. They're going to talk to each other every single day. They're going to watch film together. They're going to do a lot more than eat dinner together, Cody. I'm sure they're going to have breaking – news here they may have breakfast together at some point they even i don't know how bad of a look this will be for the locker room cody but they may even have lunch together at some point and if rex ryan is hired we know that they're gonna have an effing snack together okay so I, i think that just people need to quit overreacting about everything my gosh and and it it's it's just one of those things where it's like man it's cool to see Russ out to dinner with with his new coach. It's cool to see Joe Montana there as well. And just maybe giving Russ some insight of like, hey, this is what it was like when I went to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. You, you know, I don't know exactly what the dinner entailed. I'm sure they're just getting to know each other a little better, right? Becoming friends, which is that only benefits the locker room, in my opinion. Well, and that's the thing, too. And I don't know where some of these narratives come out. Because, look, yes, we all know Russ struggled last year. And we know that the dynamic between he and Russell Hackett, it wasn't that great. But what I can tell you, knowing Sean Payton, look, Sean Payton is going to put his foot down on certain things. There's going to be potentially certain things that Russell Wilson did last year that Sean Payton's going to be like, hey, we're not going to do it this way, but here's why. And I think that Sean Payton has actually done a really good job. I'm not sure exactly if 
He was on the Pat McAfee show. If he was on the Rich Eisen show talking about it, but he was there promoting Zebra, right? Which is, you know, the partnership that they have with NFL Next Gen Stats. It's a little chip that tracks how fast players go. As we come to find out over the week, those are now going to be inserted in footballs at some point in time. But the thing that he said is, for me, my coaching style is going to be on, here's why we do it. And, and it's not going to be because I said so. It's because there's a ma- there's a scientific method to it, right? And he said something along the lines back in New Orleans, they would have these trackers, right? The, the zebra chips. And that their ideal standard for a practice would be that, okay, hey, wide receivers were getting at least six miles of total longevity in during a practice. But then he said, you know, I look at guys like Marcus Colson. I'm like, how? why the heck is this guy at eight? Why does he have, or Brandon, no, it wasn't Marcus Colston. It was Brandon Cooks. My apologies. He said, why does Brandon Cooks have eight miles on there? And he said, we need to change the way that we view how we practice. And he said, we can't overwork guys to the point where their bodies are deteriorating. So for me, it, it shows that Sean Payton is the fact that he's been in the game quite a long time. He's old school in some aspects. He's also embracing the new school. He doesn't want to wear guys down. And he even mentioned specifically, he says, I hate soft tissue injuries and we need to do whatever we can to prevent that. It'll be very interesting to see maybe what they have in store. But the quicker that Russell Wilson and Sean Payton get on the same page, whether it's just a simple, you know, meeting, maybe the dinner just entailed, hey, I'm really excited to work with you this year. Maybe they didn't talk football, right? Because obviously you mentioned Joe Montana was there. Sierra was there. This was just maybe a simple meeting where, hey, I'm excited for this year. I can't wait for us to get to work in the offseason, as we all know, because the Broncos did hire a new head coach shortly after the NFL draft. They can do some OTAs a little bit sooner than most other teams around the NFL. So there's going to be some coverage here in April that we're excited to bring to all of you in Broncos country. But for me, Sarah... Not a big deal that Russell Wilson, Sean Payton had dinner. Heck, I accept it. I welcome it. And I hope Sean Payton grabs dinner with other guys on the Broncos roster like Justin Simmons, Patrick Sertan, and others. I think that's going to be an important foundation to set. I know that Patrick Sertan is super excited about getting to know Sean Payton as well. And I can't wait to hear more. I know you got a chance to to chat with him and loved listening to all your stuff from Super Bowl week, talking to our old pal Shelby Harris as well and kind of getting his perspective. (laughs) It was. He's funny, man. He's just he's a great personality. Does he still have a podcast? Because I I remember listening to him when he was with the Broncos, too, and I loved listening to it. But he's fun. So I'm glad you guys got to talk. Pat Sertan, Emmanuel Sanders. I'm excited to unpack some more of what those guys had to say as this week goes along as we continue to find out who's joining this Denver Broncos coaching staff, right? That's Those are the big questions right now. And I love that you brought it up earlier, Sean Payton saying he's slow to hire, quick to fire. That sounds kind of ruthless a little bit, but man, you want to be very deliberate about who you're bringing in. And like you said, you also want to make sure that, okay, we made the wrong decision. We can, we can move on, you know? But I mean, I think that people might read into that different ways, but I think it, it was a good, a good way for him to articulate how he's a approaching the process right and you want him to get this right and i love that he's considering guys from all different types of backgrounds right even the fact that he's interviewing rex ryan along with you know he wanted to bring Vic fangio on and then we talk about sean desai we've talked about other names that we don't know officially who's all been interviewed but it's great to see the process continue i'm excited to hear more about these conversations and i'm excited for this week for broncos fans gonna be a lot of fun stuff upcoming 
You mean to tell me that when something's going wrong, like for when a coach says that, like I'm slow to hire, quick to fire, that's a lot of pressure on your coaches. Like a coach coming in that situation is like, hey, we have to perform. We have to have results or else I'm not going to be around long. I also think that brings out the best in some of the best coaches that you can find. It also weeds out maybe coaches who aren't ready for that job. And if Sean Payton is creating that environment where it's not just that way for players, but it is also for coaches, there will be a lot of change. If something needs to be changed, it will happen. That didn't happen under an Nathaniel Hackett, and we're excited for that type of ride. I'm not going to say the ride. We're excited to see maybe what the ride that's upcoming will bring for this team. But Broncos country, thank you so much for tuning in. Make it Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. Sarah and I will be back tomorrow as we break down more in Dove Valley. Could there be some more coaching hires on the horizon? Could offensive coordinator be fulfilled? And could several assistants from Hackett staff stay on? We'll keep you covered on the latest here. Locked on Broncos.